family has a purpose. It has a purpose in its design. It has a purpose for the here and now and into eternity. So what is that purpose? What is it's made the parts make the purpose. Let's put it like that. The father and the mother, one father, one mother. They each have unique roles, special roles, valuable roles, necessary roles, but they're different and they need to be different. They need to complement one oh, another yeah. and they need to, in order for the child to be able to flourish, right? There are things in the Bible that are specifically addressed to mothers and there are instructions and teachings specifically addressed to fathers. And so we're going to unpack that really briefly today because we believe that it is important for us to know those roles and preserve those roles. And then to press in to those roles. There you go. There we go. See you on the other side. We're on a bit of a hiatus from our previous theme, the Discipling Dissidents theme. <laughs> the reason is uh, we had a book release on the Fierce Marriage side. Mm-hmm. If you're not a Fierce Marriage listener viewer, you should check that out. Uh, this is their, their, their marriage books, How a Husband Speaks, How a Wife Speaks. We've been, that's been a lot of work, getting those out the door. Their so, books on communication. Their books on... Yes, thank you. <laughs> I communicated <laughs> that well. <laughs> anyway, so that's why we're kind of taking a little bit of a break so that we can um, address some uh, other topics that don't take quite as much heavy lifting research-wise. Um, and so today we're tackling this topic of the unique, I think, the unique roles, the unique strengths of fathers and mothers mm-hmm. in the lives of their children. Yeah. So anyway, if you don't know who we are, I'm Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena. We are the Fredericks. We are hosts on the internet of all things fierce. There's not a fierce thing on the internet <laughs> that is not hosted by... That's, in that, that's a false statement. Uh, depend, define fierce. Okay. I mean. <laughs> Ephesians 6. We're going to jump into scripture. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Uh, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a mm. promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Another version, the New King James Version says, uh, verse 4, uh, and, you, and you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Uh, I think that... The- the, that's the New King James Version. The KJV, the King James Version, says the nurture and admonition of the Lord. You're probably right. Which, to me, that speaks really well to what we're trying to talk about here today. It is. I mean, it addresses the fathers, but clearly, I mean, if you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, uh, you know, her children rise up and call her blessed. Well, wh- why do they call her blessed? You know, mm. why do they, why does her husband have all confidence in her? Why, why do the children, um, why does she not fear, you know, what's ahead? Well, because she herself is anchored in the Lord, you know, mm. as a father would be anchored in the Lord, you know, in the word daily, uh, spending time in prayer together individually, uh, spending time worshiping on their own together and as a, and collectively as a family. And so these are, I think the roles that, that each of us play sort of flows out of what's already happening in our hearts, right? I see mothers as kind of the fuel, like I love that 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 we're feeding, <laughs> we're feeding the children, we're fueling them, right, for the adventures, for whatever the day holds. And then the fathers are leading ahead, they're forging ahead, saying, "This is where we're going. This is what we're doing." So Hold they're up. they're you the said, gas pedal. I, yes, I love that. You said the mothers are the fuel, but the fathers are the gas pedal. <laughs> One way that um, you and I were chatting beforehand is I said, uh, mothers are uh, adept nurturers, mm-hmm. whereas fathers tend to be encouragers. You said you tend to build them up, 
And I tend to pull them out <laughs> or push them out. <laughs> well, know? an example of this is we have this this swing on this old oak tree that we have. And it's one of those, like, uh, it looks like a saucer, you know, and it has, so it's like a circle and kids sit on it. And he's, you know, I swing them pretty high and I'm like, ah, it's high enough for me. He's swinging them and trying to hit a branch that is like 50 feet in the air. He's like, I just, I think they can touch it. Like if they just lay down and hold on and put their feet out as far as they can. And I'm like... This is clearly the role of a father. This is what a father needs to do while the mother is not watching. Uh, because, you know, you have the pictures of the dads throwing the kids up in the babies up in the air on the beach, you know, the, the silhouettes and all the things. And, and photoshops of the kids like 50 yes. feet up in the air. But truly, it's like the dads have yeah. this other sense of confidence and security. Not that the moms can't either, but. Well, and so can I jump in? Because yes. neither of us wants to see the children injured. Right. Or emotionally We both have the same vision. This is good. But we go about building them up or preparing them for adulthood in different ways. Right, because we're wired like that. One picture that comes to my mind is uh, one of our our favorite summer pastime is going out on our our boat. We have a little uh, 18-foot 20-year-old ski boat. We love it. Uh, You're the one that's getting them sunscreen. They've got their swim, you know, they're like whatever they're... Swim shirts and life jackets. Life jackets. Like they're ready to go. And I'm the one pushing them out of the boat. (laughs) Like, He's like, do you want to jump off the, the front of the boat or the back or the top or where? You, not, you, well, you're the one the that top, makes sure they won't drown. Level. I'm the one that makes sure they get wet. <laughs> <laughs> also not wanting them to drown, of course. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, and so I could, and, and we have to, I think, obviously that analogy is one limited space, but we have to be patient with one another in both of our Well, we have endeavors. to remind one another. He always reminds me because there can be a lot of conflict, I think, around trying to, you like, establish and and really walk out what your role is and you can feel like hey no i i cook i do these things or i do that why are you over here and it's like well no we both want the same things we both want our children to be well fed you know well nurtured mm-hmm. and so i kind of broke these down into a few things uh, a few areas just the physical the spiritual and then overall so like how how is a mother the fuel how can she hmm. nurture and disciple you know when i think of a mother i think of somebody who's sweet who's gentle who's kind who's firm who's confident and who's able who's willing you know mm-hmm. they're 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 there to serve and they they you serve sacrificially right as does the husband which we'll get to that in a moment the father so physically you know Moms, we're the snack ladies. We got to bring the food. We got to prep the meals. Again, not that a husband can't do this or a, dad, a father, but this is kind of this is kind of our territory. We want to provide uh, the the meal that's been provided to us, right, by our husband's uh, provision and by God's provision ultimately. And so we're laying the feast. Yeah. We're bringing. We're gathering, gathering the children, gathering the family, uh, setting the table. When you've made us snacks to go on adventures, it's always way better. <laughs> My version of packing snacks is I throw a bag of chips <laughs> and, and, and then like a pack, like, like maybe a thing water. of meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, got my carbs, got my protein, and I'll and take like, a water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and a six pack of vitamin R. <laughs> if you're in the Northwest, you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so moms taking care of the food, gathering the, fr- gathering the children and the family around the table, setting the table, um, but also things, you know, when kids get hurt. You know, they run to their mom. They're, they they want a band aid. They want a kiss on the on the ba- the owie. And you know, there's moms got the medicine. Moms know how to how to comfort, how to nurture, right? Yeah. Spiritually, how can a mother be that fuel, right? How does a mom? We home educate, and we do a lot of 
we do everything at home. So we, our spiritual life, you know, it looks like memorizing scripture together. It looks like uh, learning how to read the Bible together. We're, we're bringing, I'm bringing them up in the discipline and, and admonition. We're training them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're praying together. You know, if they come to me wanting to talk about, you know, something, a friend hurt their feelings or they're not sure why they're feeling a certain way or, you know, they want to do something and they failed and how do they deal with that? You know? And so moms are there to, Hey, let's pray about this. Let's, what does the scripture say that we've been reading about, um, dealing with some of those heart issues, right? Uh, we also learn to worship together, whether that's playing worship music or, you know, in the background of just our daily life, uh, or coming together and singing songs, learning hymns, uh, memorizing them and hiding those in our heart as well. Um, but overall, right. The big things are that moms are there to, with should be there, I imagine just this open arms, like come to me, I have food, I have, it's like Jesus, I have food, and wine. all who are weary, like come to me, mm. right, and I want to, I want to feed you, I want to, I want to nurture you, I want to hug you and hold you and sit with you at the feet of Jesus. Hmm. How is that different from a father's <laughs> role, I guess? Yeah, I, I love this, so I'm really glad that this was Selena's idea to talk about this, and I, I haven't yet thought through this. Until now, the physical, <laughs> so mother's being the fuel, father's being the gas pedal. Physically, you know, you're the one that's, again, preparing them for the adversity, preparing them for, for the weather. Right. And I'm the one in the middle of the weather with them saying, you can make it. Yeah. Like, you can do this. Or in the middle of the hardship saying, yeah, you're cold, but you can make it. Yeah. We go on adventures, and our number one rule of adventures is we'll have fun. Number two rule is no complaining. And so the, that, that to me is a, is a form of, hey, I don't want to hear complaining the whole time, but <laughs> we have to have hearts that aren't prone toward complaining because life, complaining does nothing. Yeah. Our attitudes need to be attitudes which are trusting the Lord in, in the middle of the storm when he's saying, I got this. Right. When we have no earthly indication that he's got this, <laughs> to trust that he does in fact got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he mm-hmm. has this. Um, so yeah, this stretching their abilities, helping them, and, and this is very tangible, but you know, helping them practice coordination, things like pushing them on the bike yeah. <laughs> when they don't know, yet know how to ride it. Teaching them how to swim. Teaching them how to swim. Let, yeah, letting them experience a, you know, a little bit of uh, you know, cold water. water in the face. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, a, a, a minor <laughs> you know, crash on the bike. Obviously, we don't want our children to be injured um, beyond necessity, but I don't want them to live a life free of injury. Yeah. I, you know, I want them to have the, the type, and the, bumps yeah, and bumps and bruises that are for their growth. Yeah, and are, are and you're just really part of life. you're really good at this kind of stuff because I'm like, yeah, they should go climb trees and do this, and you know, if they're screaming for my help all the time, he's like, no, 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 just let them be. Like that, that this will grow their confidence and their abilities. Like they just need to do this, and he he can see a lot of, mm. he can just kind of see into, you know remembering being a kid and what that actually, what those challenges do for you, where I'm like, they're, they're going through a challenge. I don't know if I should help them. I've got two other kids that need help too. Like, is this good? What should I do? You know? And so one category I mean, I would add to your three here is, um, intellectual. So I feel like you've done that. that. You talked about spiritual, but, and that's part of it, but intellectually you are laying the feast before them. You, you always make sure they have a rich learning environment in the home. Now, the difference between you and I in that sense is I'm challenging them to think harder than they want to think mm-hmm. and to wrestle with the problem longer than they want to wrestle with it right. so they can get to the other side of it and say, wow, I made it. Yeah. 
and I'm stronger for it. I love it. Um, wrestling is a good word, I think, for a father because yeah. wrestling physically, uh, spiritually, and intellectually, like you said, like boys want to wrestle. They're very physical. Like mm-hmm. that's a good thing for them to want to spar and do that. And so that's why I think it's so necessary for the father to have that role because growing up I didn't have a dad. And so conflict is something that I don't, I'm not familiar with, therefore mm. I, I, I'm not comfortable with. And so engaging it uh, is not my strength and I don't like mm. to, to be there. But our girls are growing up with a dad who, you know, will wrestle them up a little bit, you know, whether it's physically or like spiritually say, well, what if the scripture says this, don't we serve a good God? Why would he let some of these things happen? You know, mm. and I think that's a, that's a good, I should have put yeah. wrestle, maybe not gas pedal. You're the wrestler, the wrestler. <laughs> I don't know, fuel and gas pedal go together pretty yes. well. Uh, spiritually, as a father, um, yeah, scripture's on both our ends, um, but calling them to understand maybe on a deeper level. Um, and obviously mo- mothers do that as well. Right. But having them wrestle with... So, again, wrestle. Um, we just we just finished the book of Joshua as a family, and that's a violent book. Mm-hmm. And so bringing up the hard questions and how could a good God mm-hmm. ask Joshua to go into Jericho... And lay it to waste, men, women, and children. How could he do that? What is what is happening there? And they look at me like, well, I don't know. I haven't, you know, they're they're nine and and six. They haven't thought about it yet. And three year old always knows the answers, but she always knows the answers. They're answer. just on a different topic. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to keep up with her. Yeah. <laughs> and so in that, I think it, forcing them to, I think, think in spiritual categories that aren't just bedtime stories yeah. and aren't just you know easy narratives, but you know, okay, how do we reconcile? What we know of God with what we read in Scripture, yeah, because it's not inconsistent. Right. We just we don't understand it. Right. Um, also, on the spiritual ends, being obviously the spiritual head of the household, I think that's something that is only the father can do that. And it's my job to set the tone in that way, and then call them up to it. So to set the standard and mm-hmm. call them up to it, like we said, drawing them out. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay with honestly the excuses like. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> Selena's very quick to say, like, it's they're tired. You know, we're doing family worship. We do family worship on a daily basis. If they're not listening, like, I, I get really upset. And I, they're young, so I, I'm calibrating what my expectations. Right, but I also have to, like, raise my... Like, we're trying to meet here. He's up here, and we're just like... I'm just like, well, they've got this tiredness. He's like, yeah, but they need not to not have excuses. Like, we both we both want the same thing. But again, we're going at it about different, uh, different ways. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I don't... We don't you know, want to be combative in front of each other. Listen, but. I don't care that you're hungry. Yeah. I don't care that you're tired. Like, life isn't always on our terms. Never. And family worship is not about you. It's about <laughs> God. And so now this is a glad thing that we can do. Let's right. let's let our hearts be you know formed in a way that we come to the table of family worship uh, and, and rise to that standard. Right. Um, and then in all, um, aside from the, the physical, intellectual, spiritual, as a father, um, I think well, you have here training, discipline, and modeling. Um, uh, modeling adventure, I think, is is that's one thing I'm really trying to instill into our children is a sense of curiosity driven by the desire for adventure mm-hmm. in the context of being on mission for Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in that, I've, we've told them. So I don't, and you, you say it, but kind of like a little bit wincing while you say it. But we say to them, we don't care. I don't care if the Lord calls you to minister to whoever. If he's calling you, we want you to go. Right. We want you to, to it's just like, a mother's heart. Press into that. I will let go. And I don't want you to, to get hurt to God like, as yes. a father. Like I don't want that, but I want more than that. I want you to obey the Lord and right. to do so gladly. 
Well, and so. one, one thing I think I would like to add really quickly to fathers is that uh, fathers, just, they need to be strong. They need to show their kids that they're strong, whether that is physically just wrestling and playing around with them or they're lifting something heavy. Like fathers just having that that strength about them, uh, yeah. it just flows out physically, spiritually, intellectually. Yeah. Like don't fathers got to be careful how they wield that. Don't make your kids feel small, uh, you know, by being just too strong with them, right? And and don't there's I think there's just a balance, and it's a okay. Then I would contrast that with the mother needing to be soft. Yes. Don't be too soft. Don't Sorry. be too soft, but be soft. Meaning yeah. that, like having a soft response, having a soft way about you, having a, a that's nurturing. Yeah. But as opposed to being passive, or being a doormat, being yeah. opinionless, or just being a, a, a what do you call it? Just some not a it's a servant, like a, a person that just goes all the time and gives them whatever they want. Right. Yeah. Just a, a, a waitress. Yes. Yeah. You're not a waitress. You're not a or chauffeur. A cruise director. You're not a cruise director. That's what's <laughs> thrown around in our house a little bit. But, anyways, just to kind of round this out, these these roles definitely complement each other. I'm sure, listener, viewer, you can already see kind of the yeah. overlap that happens. And some of the things that we can do as a, is just present a united front. I think the Wilsons yeah. talked about how they didn't argue in front of their kids if there was a disagreement like they would go talk about it away from the children because the children needed to see a united front so maintain that united front in your differences in how you parent and in your different strengths understand that both roles and responsibilities are servant and sacrificial so we mm-hmm. are serving one another we are sacrificing for you, it's a it's a leadership that is sacrificial. It's a it's a nurturing and loving that is sacrificial. It's a provision. God has God is the showed us the ultimate sacrifice by giving His Son. Jesus went to the cross for us, the ultimate sacrifice, right? So again, modeling Christ, f- mm. following His example, allowing Him to grow us, allowing us to grow our children. So just to kind of round out this idea of you know different roles, always present this united front. Um, don't argue in front of your kids you know if there's if there's something you're disagreeing about go to another room find another time talk about it Hmm. but they need to see uh these roles working together they need to see a united front uh it just brings security it builds their confidence uh helps them understand uh and see our heavenly father right in in each of us um understand that both roles and responsibilities are both servant and sacrificial, right? We talk about how how God is, mm. or Jesus came uh, to serve. He didn't come, and he came as a sacrifice. Uh, God gave him to, you Not know... to a, be served, but to serve right. and to give his life as a ransom for many. And we are now called into that standard yes. as Thank parents you. to... Not to serve, not to be served, but to serve. Right. And to give our life as a ransom, in a sense. I can't save my children's souls. No. But I can love them sacrificially mm-hmm. in the strengths and, and the role that God's given me as father and as husband. Absolutely. And you can do the same Absolutely. Um, for for the children as well. Yeah. So, so final encouragement, just remember to play with your kids. Know those strengths that each of you have. Be a united front for each other. Smile yeah. at your kids whenever you can. I've learned that even when I don't feel like smiling, when I crack a smile to my kids, they smile. Everything changes. Lean into those roles that God's given you. Understand your strengths. Talk mm. about it with your spouse. How can you uh, work those out more clearly yeah. with each other? Um, and if you don't know the Lord, we'd like to share. We want you to know the Lord. Yeah. We want you to, we want you to, we want to call you brother or sister in Christ. And frankly, um, none of this makes sense outside of Him. Like If, if you're not regenerate, if that, if that means you, you've not been 
transformed by the Holy Spirit. He hasn't transplanted a heart of stone with Mm -hmm. a heart of flesh. I'm driven by my own desires at that point. I'm driven in in every aspect of my life, whether it's as a husband, as a man, as a father, as just a person. So uh, we want you to know Christ. And the step we have for you is, well, this, if you have a friend who's a Christian, ask them to read the Bible with you. Ask them what it means to to walk with Jesus. If you and if at all possible, find a good church that preaches out of the Bible. Um, if you don't know where where to find that, we have a website for you that could give you some steps of what it could look like <laughs> to be um, to begin walking with Christ. It's thenewsisgood.com. We pray that you check that out. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the gift it is to be a father and mm. to 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 be a mother for for the women. I pray that you would. Help us to understand uh, the various um, capacities that are unique to the roles you've given us as father and mother. Mm. Pray for the listeners that they would understand those roles and and find joy in them and to step in them step into them faithfully. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Awesome. This episode of Fierce Parenting is <laughs> in the can. See you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay here. Stay here.